Welcome to TV Talk, the podcast about television, over at thewordprint.com. Hey everyone, and uh, welcome to the Workprints TV Talk. I am your host Christian, and with me today is Rob. Rob, say hi. Yes, hi, hi, people. If you're a super fan of the Workprint, I think you had. Uh, I'm just going to go really tangential for a moment. You had one of the best screeds on Dracula. <laughs> you went like fucking hard, man. I did, and here's the thing: is if anyone can take it, I think it's Stephen Moffat, and and you know his many drones and of fans, and I, I, for me personally, it's like I I could hit something that's a little bit more vulnerable, but you know I, yeah. I think they're a comfortable amount of success where my really negative review won't hurt them that much. Uh, I think one of the like bigger motivations for writing that piece was like there there were a lot of uh, LGBTQ people on Twitter who were like praising it for being very representative and i was like no like i just i just had to write something like immediately when i saw some of the positive reactions my first Mm -hmm. reaction was no because to me this was just straight up pandering and i wasn't the only one who thought this actually there's quite a few people online who also noticed it almost immediately that this person was fake queer so this is a dracula retelling is it that's kind of the problem is it's a mix of a retelling and a reboot Oh. They they sold it as a retelling, but then when people started watching it and, res- and reviews came in, you found out that th- this is just their interpretation of it, which, which is fine. Like they've done that with Dracula a lot, but mm-hmm. um, it, it just it was kind of offensive in the sense where they they featured they force featured like a, a gay character who very much wasn't gay, <laughs> and like a lot of people were like, "Well, it's not sad and it's not important." And I'm like, "You named you had Dracula name a man his bride, not even just a man, but like technically the main character in the novel, his bride." And I'm like, "You're you're gonna do that and not expect there to be some sort of conversation about?" Of course, uh, th- that that was the dumb part. And like, I'm not. I'm not the biggest like woke person. I'm I'm like the last person who should really be offended by this, but I was absolutely offended by this. Yeah. So no, hence the article. Yeah. And that's such a tease. You like if you're going to progressively do a new take on Dracula, fucking just go all the way with it. Pre- it precisely. My my issue was was they mentioned Dracula's taking spoilers for those who haven't seen it. Uh he he takes Jonathan Harker as his bride and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." That's as far as it goes. There's there's no gay anything. It just it follows the res- the regular traditional Dracula just sucking people's blood and seducing women. Strictly, mostly just women, which is weird because again they they introduced this thing. Why didn't they go into it further, or why did they just make it such a throwaway part? Uh, I, I, that just bothered me. See, like vampire stories have always seduced me. I mean, vampires okay. seduce anyway, but um, it's one of those things where. I love retellings or um, different interpretations of kind of like a Dracula uh, or vampires just in general. Like, for example, yeah. um, Let the Right One In. I think that, that was, amazing, was an yeah. amazing retelling of a vampire story. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, like, speaking of, like, and we're going completely tangential. We didn't need or know to do this, but we're doing this, audience. I created a 
a little bit of a script. It was about like 15, 20 pages of, and Norton hated me for this. <laughs> hated me because I ran it by her like a couple of times. I'm like, wouldn't it be kind of cool? Maybe you would think the same thing. I did this years and years and years ago. Um, basically, it's kind of because I was influenced by uh, Let the Right One In. And I was influenced by um, a lot of the Decemberist songs and stuff like that. So I said it, it's like a period piece. It's that, like the, the bootlegger period. So it's like mm, 1924 to 1929, stuff like that. Okay. Or no, it, yep. it starts um, when the when uh, alcohol is prohibited. So that would yep, be like 1929. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it's basically like a like a kid vampire he's like a street urchin and whatnot and he this is gonna sound so horrible but he turns tricks um for money to just gain passage to wherever he's going and whatnot he knows what he's doing he's a very clever kid uh but obviously at some point he gets bitten by a vampire and he needs blood now he's befriended by I believe it is somebody that is kind of a pedophile but not really uh, he's just kind of like uh, this. Like, all of this now <laughs> coming through my mind <laughs> sounds terrible um, I, I mean Let the Right One In had a similar premise I believe or something like that right like wasn't yeah, her so. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, but... it's not. it doesn't break the mold but uh, it is a yeah. lot harder to get something like this approved these days that's definitely true oh, of course of course uh, speaking of breaking the mold, mm -hmm. what uh, we're going to talk about is medical police. Wow, have we gone this far and haven't even mentioned that's what we're doing? I know. I, know. Well, uh, we I could, forgot. We could talk a lot, so. That's true. Okay, so yes, today we'll be talking about, I don't know if I should cut into this or not, but anyway, uh, today we'll be talking about medical police, the new show on uh, Netflix that debuted, I think, mm -hmm. was it Friday or Thursday of last week? And it's a uh, it's a spinoff of Children's Hospital, the beloved Adult Swim comedy drama. It's not really a drama at all. It's more of a comedy. It it's not a dramedy, but like it makes fun of the the medical dramas very much, mm -hmm. which is weird because from what I'm getting from this show, this really has nothing to do with medicine and everything to do with oh. spy thriller. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Uh, like. And actually, it's funny because it's a spinoff, and one of the first jokes that they make in the pilot is, um, I forget, I think um, Hen Henry Winkler's character says, or somebody says, uh, do you know what a fight between two spiders is? It's called the spinoff. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, such great joke. And the pilot totally grabbed me. Did it? It was because it's trying to lampoon. I mean, the thing is that, well, you're like, oh, children's hospital and whatnot. But it, it lampooned personally. You're like CSIs and your criminal minds and stuff like that. The mm -hmm. first episode, the pilot is called Wheels Up. And it had one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Because I'm a fan of criminal minds. And Prentice no, um, always says, wheels up, wheels up in 20 or something like that. And so 
one of the characters keeps saying wheels up and then at some point she's like wheels up roll out and the guy's like how can you roll out if the wheels are up <laughs> that's that's very true like it, it, it what do you think about it but the pilot i didn't know what to expect I, I just i wanted to have fun with this the same way i do with children's hospital and i did it it was funny i think it segues perfectly into the, the series especially with that last scene in the uh, in the airplane which was very very silly um and uh, and yeah uh, scene was great yeah yeah i didn't I didn't like because like, a part of me was like, are they going to go big budget with this or something? And then they didn't, but it was just the right amount of camp. Like we're going to go multiple places because uh, Children's Hospital is just set in the hospital for the most part. But this you can kind of tell because it's a spy thriller. They're going to hop country to country with the first place I think being uh, Germany. So well, that's um, the thing. Like Children's Hospital, uh, Children's Hospital are basically bottle episodes. Yeah, yeah. Which apparently, uh, and this was that was a great up, uh, joke in the first episode. Uh, uh, Children's Hospital is in Brazil or, or somewhere. Like, was it San? It's Sao Paulo. Yeah. Sao Paulo. <laughs> it's like wow. Okay, so they're an American hospital in South America, or a U.S. hospital in South America that are now going to be spy agents or something. Mm-hmm. All doctors. That's that's great. <laughs> that and well, it's funny because they have like a regular medical procedural and whatnot. They have, like, somebody coming in, uh, and it's, like, a grown-ass adult, and they're like, oh, this is this is this. Like, these things are wrong with them. They have a rash and st- stuff like that. And so they really, in, like, a minute or less, diagnose it, do everything, and then they bring him into the, uh, into the, um, what is it, the, the the theater the medical theater and they just push him off and that's it they just like <laughs> watch him go like that's cool and then like there's another one and, like it hits all because for me i i don't know about you but i could now give a shit about all of the medical procedurals i've seen enough of them on tv there's a, yeah there's a lot of them i think that's what works really well for this show is there's so many procedurals and then so many medical dramas they're just throwing it all together and having fun with it and then they're going up they're going up and beyond with trying to keep it almost kind of like a cop show too <laughs> yeah which is cool it's it, and it, it, i'm going to say like the second episode had me dying Dude, the uh, the flashlight. <laughs> First of all, uh, one of the coolest things, and this is a brilliant joke, because um, at some. First of all, let's give it up for um, was that um, what's his face? Uh, the Oscar winner. Uh, what's his? No, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry, not the Oscar winner. Um, the guy from Phantom Planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? He why can't brilliant. I remember his name? Uh, but at at some point they're like kidnapped and whatnot trying to it like like on the like on the hot trail of this guy that they're actually trying to pursue and then they get kidnapped and whatnot but uh, there's this dude that basically kind of clues him in says like this is uh what we're doing and whatnot oh sorry for kidnapping you and whatnot that's our bad he lets them go outside 
of uh, the van. He's like, oh, well, pers- like, you know, that was my bad. You guys take these guns. And, <laughs> and he just kind of like hands them off. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Oh, 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 oh that's what I was thinking of. Uh, it, it came to mind right now. Um, I think, was that Chris O'Dowd, who was one of the German policemen? Uh, it I'm going to say like yes. Him. I don't know if it was him or not. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Fucking Lurkers, I doubt. IT Crowd. Or um, uh, uh, his other show, um, uh, Moon Boy. Moon Boy's pretty good. Ooh. Yeah, that's like basically a Calvin and Hobbes, an Irish Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, but he gives them guns so that they could pursue the dude. And so uh, they're like, we don't know how to handle guns. And he's like, it should be too hard. So, I forget her name, but uh, one of the lead characters, she uh, is... Erin Hayes, right? Erin Hayes, yes. Yeah, she's Dr. Lola, whatever. Lola. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so she's, like, shooting the guns in the air. She's like, these are easy to shoot. And my favorite joke out of the entire episode was she keeps shooting it, and she's out of bullets, and she's like, this is broken. And she just tosses it. <laughs> that was definitely one of the funniest jokes uh, in in, ep- in that episode. I just liked how her enthusiasm because the, the enthusiasm would sell it sells mm-hmm. it. She just looks like a little kid with two toy pistols in the air, just going bang, 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 mm-hmm. and while she's running, having no idea what she's doing, which is like you know the worst way to handle a gun in real life. It's the tends worst to, way to handle joke. anything in terms of a crowd, <laughs> in terms yeah. of public. You yeah. do, like that is the most god-awful way to handle a situation absolutely uh so for but then it builds to the third episode yes which i'm like halfway through i didn't actually get to finish episode three yet but no it's okay third episode is good i'm not gonna give too much away but the thing is that the one thing i like about this series is personally i love children's hospital Uh, but This is not Children's Hospital. This okay, so uh, why do you say that? Is like amping it up a bit more. It's ratcheting it up. Mm, okay. Especially because obviously you could use the word fuck. I mean, <laughs> I think that he really wanted to do this because they're like, we could curse now. We could show blood. We could show blood splatter. That's kind of cool. Because it's that is pretty place. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm noticing there's a trend with comedy comedies now in particular. Like, they did the Between Two Ferns movie, and they kind of went all out, too. Oh, a lot yeah. of uh They did. Yeah. A lot of uh, comedies are just joining on the Netflix bandwagon because, the, you know, no censorship is great, honestly. Oh, my God. Uh, and I I brought this up with Bassam the other a week, but on the other podcast, but I want to bring this up to you. And I think you would have enough to say about it as well. How good is Harley Quinn? Oh, my God, it's excellent. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to do a work print review at some point because too much on my plate. But uh, I'm, I think, four episodes in, and it's nothing but fantastic. I didn't know how amazing the voice cast was, actually. Voice casting, amazing. Writing, amazing. The thing is that it's weird. I was watching YouTube videos, and... I kept getting these like interstitials, like these little commercials of Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. and each one was like, 
a minute, minute and a half, and I'm like, this kind of looks good. I'm kind of interested. Yeah. So I uh, bit the bullet, and I subscribed to DC for a little while, and we watched, uh, now there's technically six episodes, and this is a series that I seriously want to write for, so... Uh, I'm like rewatching them and rewatching them just to get like the, the flavor of it. Are oh, you going to write an episode? Out. What was that? Are you going to write an episode for like a spec? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet, dude. Tell me, tell me how that goes and, and stuff. And I, I'd love to read it sometime. Oh, of course. Well, first of all, I need to think of like, because they employ a lot and deploy a lot of characters that I've never even heard of. And, yeah, that's kind of the the fun joke that goes with it. So I think. I, I'm going to have to think of like what characters can I kind of incorporate into the series itself, and it, it's one of those things, series where to me, if you're like super into it, then like pen goes to paper immediately, and you start thinking of ideas, and that actual show is because I thought, uh, well, let's see. I like the commercials that they sh- had shown and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Norton and I uh, had watched uh, one episode and she's like, I really like this. I'm like, you want to watch another episode? Sure. And so we binge <laughs> watched like uh, six episodes and it's great. Uh, did you get to the um, C word episode? No, no, I haven't yet. Sadly, okay. okay that, I think the, the last gonna, one I like, saw was rolling in the aisles. I'll I'll check it out when I get to it. I think the was it the Penguins Bar Mitzvah, which might have been episode two yeah, or three. Yeah. Actually, it's the last mm-hmm. one I remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it like it's world building, and yeah, it's I surprising. Think, of course, I, I think that uh, you, especially as a fellow screenwriter could appreciate like the thought that goes into a like a first act second act third act especially when it comes to a really compelling story mm-hmm. uh, by the way had you uh, just this is uh going like kind of random right now but really quickly um had you seen uncut gems no i haven't but um okay. i really want to i heard it's excellent it is the height of excellence uh really Oh, my God. I had seen it. I had written it for the work print. So if you guys want to check that out, uh, I have my full-fledged review on uh, the work print. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, from start to finish, I'm not not giving anything away. Uh, It will leave you your heart in palpitations. (laughs) Uh, Let me ask you, does Sandler deserve an Oscar nomination for this one? Because that's what he's vying for, right? does but we'll get into that in a little bit um because he was snubbed oh oh that's um, right the picks came out i forgot already yeah yeah all right uh but to, to bring it back and kind of wrap up um yep. <laughs> the first part portion mm-hmm. of this podcast um uh i was gonna say children's hospital uh medical police uh why should people check it out your favorite thing uh and that's that's it and then we'll we'll wrap that up Oh yeah, I totally recommend anybody see it, especially if, um, what's that, uh, I believe it's the TBS series with, that was co-written by, I want to say, not Steve, uh, was it, not Stephen Colbert, um, 
any any uh what was that I I have no idea. Okay, ho- hold on. I'm just going to have to really search this up quickly. Yeah, Google search. Because um oh. it was co-written by uh, Let's see. One moment, please. Let me just go on my computer. It's all good. I can totally hear every clickety clack. It's so funny. Well, it's funny because well, uh, Mike, because this is my work computer, my, like my writing computer, and my actual keyboard is um, looks like a typewriter, and so each click is supposed to emulate a typewriter. It has like the circular <laughs> keys and everything. It's so awesome. That's cool. Although I would, my fingers would get exhausted. I love typing. I like it, that's music to my ears. I I do too. It's just I need like a really easy gaming keyboard with like a million lights because I'm blind. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there, there are some days where it's like I'm writing for legitimately like twelve hours, and I'm like I I just my hands get so tired and I'm like, I worry that I'm always so hunched over a, a, compu- a computer keyboard mm-hmm. uh, so much throughout the day that I'm going to get like corporal tunnel or something. Oh, pretty of early. Yeah. Totally agree. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like usually I go on a jaunt for like four or five hours and I keep typing and typing and I'm like, I need to smoke right now. I need to just get out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anti Tribeca, that's what it's called. Oh, Angie Tribeca! Wow, yeah. I'm sad that it took us that long to get there because that's a great show. I've only seen it like three episodes, show. but it is a great show. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's kind of like in the surreal path that uh, Medical Police is doing, where like you I... kind of know where it's going because you know that it's lampooning something. Yes, yes, definitely. And if you if you know the genre well, you can just kind of tune in and like laugh at the bits, you know. So, um, uh, just uh, wrapping this up too, uh, what would you give, like, just because I think that everybody should watch the first three episodes of anything and get their bearings and see if they like it or not, um, on a scale from, like, one to ten, what would you give it right now? Uh, Medical Police? Uh, uh, I would, I would probably give it, uh, just from the first three, uh, probably like an eight five, which is enjoyable. I, I don't, like, absolutely love it. Um, I, I liked it for what it was. And for me, just like children's hospital, it's something fun to put on and not have to like kill myself mentally over to like, make sure I caught everything. I just, I, I watch it to occasionally laugh at snippets and bits. Uh, I, I think if I gave it even more attention, which I probably should have, it's, uh, it'll probably be ranked higher, but for now it's like an eight, eight, five, eight, six. Um, but from what I did laugh at, I thought it was hilarious. And again, it's it's just it's one of those adult swim shows. With the exception of Rick and Morty, I don't put too much emphasis on, on following a lot of the uh, adult swim plot lines and stuff. So, I, um, you know what? I it, totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah, I would give it a pure nine. Popcorn. Uh, really? It's just me. Like I I loved the jokes, and I want to share this with everybody that I can because it's awesome. Now. Is it going to wow me in the end? I have no idea. So that's why I'm giving it a 9. It could waver, but... See, now, like... Because you ranked it so high, and I, I very much respect your opinion, 
and I love I love your podcast. I'm like sh- maybe I should watch from beginning to end 100% focused to give it like a really good authentic review. It's just for me like these 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 adult swim type shows. I'm just I usually just again have fun and eat popcorn and like play a game on my phone while watching. Of course, them. <laughs> but that's what they're made for though. That's yeah. Thing. But like if if that's the thing is like because I, I do I do like the cast a lot. So I'm like you know I sh- I should just I'll 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 binge the whole thing with my full attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, do you want to wrap this up right now, this first part? Yeah, sure. Uh, All right, so, um, yeah, definitely check out Medical Police. It's available on Netflix. Uh, I'm Christian. Uh, I host a lot of these things, although technically Rob was hosting this one. Uh, You could find my work on XN underscore Angelus on Instagram and Twitter, uh, XNAngelus.com. And Christian Angelus on Facebook. You can find me there. And, of course, you can find all my articles on uh, wordprint.com and uh, other stuff. will be coming out. It'll be on the website. Uh, Rob, do you want to say a farewell and stuff? And, and thank you for coming on and doing this with me, of course. Thank you. Um, you could check me out at After the Credits. It's available on Spotify. Uh, basically, most people just get it on Spotify, so why the hell not? And you could check me out on the Wordprint as well. I do reviews. Technically, I'm writing reviews right now for Kidding, the next season that is coming out next month. Ooh. Gonna look forward to reading this. Oh, it, it'll be a good time. Yeah, and uh, the show the show looks excellent, so. Yeah. 